0: Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now, on with the show! The Joe Mays and JRAF show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and Jay raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super
1: Bowl title. Now, No wonder they want to call the Champa Bay or Tampa Brady. One more snap. Would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there.
0: Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffaugh. Woo-hoo! Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff show live here for episode 338 of the podcast and i'm not alone no back with me in person here is my co-host justin raffoff
1: yeah it's uh good good to be back we were talking it it feels like it's been a long time um but yeah it's good to be back and man i I, i've been able to watch a bunch of sports uh, well today (laughs) so so like It's it's been good, it's been good, I'm ready to go
0: Yeah, and uh, we're ready to go as well as tonight We're going to be continuing our trek through year two Of our NCAA Football 14 Dynasty mode Remember, we're playing with the Florida Atlantic Owls Justin and I are co-coaching And we're off to a pretty good start with this second season here We are playing game seven and eight tonight And Justin's going to kick off now against UAB and the big thing here Justin what's happened when you were away over the last uh, the last time we had the show 2 weeks ago uh, So I hopped
1: on just to see this at the end and it was incredible I was jumping up and down
0: Yeah so 2 weeks ago when I played um, both of them were low scoring affairs it was really tough for me to play the game and also talk about our predictions
1: It's so hard like it's not hard when someone's cueing the conversation like rolling the conversation and you're just like taking part in it but like running the conversation was, was really difficult in a few minutes. It, I had to do it. Not even a whole show.
0: Yeah, it was, it was really tough to do. So I, uh, I struggled at times to keep the conversation going <laughs> and, uh, no, well, you know, but we got through it and it ended up working in our favor. It was a very, uh, very good, uh, evening because, well, we uh, won both games. Low scoring affairs. I, I didn't come through on offense during those two games. However, there we, go. we came start, through on defense in a big way, which I hadn't done in a long time. So um, I don't even remember who the first team we played, one of the Conference USA teams, but then I got to go to Death Valley and play LSU and, uh, well, had a pretty good uh, highlight at the end.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty incredible. Well, um, you know, I was kind of following along. Oh, to, um, I'm breaking stuff. Yeah, yeah just the wrong thing. Oh,
0: please, yeah, please reconnect controller. Hey, at least it's you, not me. So, uh,
1: I mean, it's <laughs> been a few weeks, so do I'm probably due down? to knock a bunch now of things over. Yeah, we'll nothing yet. Um, Give it time. Yeah, exactly. So, it'll you it'll know that right second game last well last time last show. Yeah, two weeks ago. You end up. Uh, kicking a game-winning field goal as time expires at at lsu um yeah (laughs) yeah as time expires like a
0: 38 yarder and they did something i've never seen before because i don't play with teams that don't usually have their coaches maxed up you know my penn state dynasties franklin and the staff have so many points that i don't have to worry about being frozen as a kicker but i got this frozen kicking uh, analog, and I was—I didn't even know what to do. And uh, so, like, if you look at the video, you can see that it's the normal kicking thing that pops up, but it's f- literally frozen in ice. Like, you can't see the power, the direction, or anything. So you just basically now—I shouldn't say you can't see it. It's slightly transparent but it's hard to see so you're just kind of almost doing like muscle memory like what usually works for you um yeah and beat undefeated number six ranked lsu in death valley and that got us ranks now fau's five and one we're five and one on the season and uh
1: we're ranked 21st in the nation
0: so yeah pretty good sophomore season yeah yeah and we were in that game too yeah so hopefully we can keep it going uh, in the right direction tonight yeah so I don't I didn't look ahead uh, who we have uh, after this UAB game I just am um, hopeful that we can get two wins tonight and you know inch closer to top 10 territory I feel like we' may have another big game on the schedule (laughs) (laughs) like like Florida State or Auburn or someone maybe yeah like like, so I think we do have one more like big big test so we'll see if anything comes up Um, but yeah it was a rough, rough week for me offensively for those two games two weeks ago on episode 337 but um, we got it down. I mostly did the previews during the first game, which was the easier game, and I'm glad it worked out that way because I needed all my focus on LSU. Right, right. Playing defense that I hadn't played, you know, since, what, early March when we first started this, right. when we were kind of, like, flip-flopping back and forth before we settled in. But, I mean, this has been a lot of fun. It's nice uh, being better and getting better at the game and recruiting our own guys and and all that good stuff, so. We'll see what happens here this second half of year two. But uh, big dreams and high hopes, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, as we move on, um, we are going to be talking about the NFC school record for rushing touchdowns in the season. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about just one division tonight, but it's a big one. It's the NFC East.
1: The most important. Yes. <laughs> the East divisions are most important, that's for sure. but the most important.
0: And uh, we're going to start with the NFC East. We're going to just focus on all four of those teams all evening long. So I'm going to transition here to Justin for defense.
1: Nice drive, by the way.
0: And then we're going to start uh, talking about our NFC East division previews. So, um, like usual, we're going to start at the bottom with our expectations for number four uh, in the division. Yeah. So, we're going to
1: rip this Band-Aid off. Huh? <laughs>
0: we're going to rip this one off quickly because, yeah. Well, first of all, NFC East in general I think is interesting because I don't think any of these teams are awful, but I don't think any of these teams are very good. Um, right, there, there's... Wow.
1: Well. There's some potential uh, with some of the teams, and then there's a couple of teams I'd say that have a lot of, well, actually, I would say three of the teams have huge unknowns, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll get to all of that as we go through the team's
0: time. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, unfortunately, I think we're both thinking the same way with number four, but yeah. I just I don't see any of these teams as you know just a, a few wins team like I don't think any of these teams are like one to four win teams I think they're all much better than that I think they're all going to get at least a handful and I I think uh, maybe even more uh, nice forcing the punt excellent excellent um, so. But I also think, as much as I think the floor for all the teams is five or six wins, I don't know that the ceiling's above 10 or 11 wins for any of the teams. Yeah, see, I...
1: Well, yeah, we'll get there. But yeah. I think the top team could stretch that a bit. But I, I do think there are some glaring needs even on that cap team, even though not necessarily what you're
0: hearing from lots of other people are Nice. To the so, at So, uh, we'll, we'll start at two four, two and run that's, that's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. For, is that for you, too? It is for me. Okay, that's what I thought. I didn't want you to be you uh, me like, I would, giving me a triple deep or something. And I
1: but think, think well, the I'll let very you drive. Well no, no, you go right ahead. It's so, your team,
0: and, and you're not playing, so, playing at the moment. So, so, so the thing
1: for the, the, the Eagles, is if everything goes right, I could see them as a team that's pushing for the playoffs. Right. Now, there is a long list of unlikely things that would have to go right for that to happen. Um, one of which would be... I say this unlikely. I don't mean like none of these things could happen, but I think all of these things would need to happen. You would need to see a lot of growth and progression from Jalen Hurts. And basically, he needs to play in a way where they're not looking, they're not even really looking at quarterbacks next year, which I guess that's virtually impossible because they had a quarterback and Howie drafted a guy. Yeah, anyway. it didn't seem to matter last time. He, he has to play in a way where only Howie play, would look at quarterbacks for next year's draft. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. He doesn't have to be a top five guy, but he has to be the guy who they're going to say, all right, for the 2022 season, Jalen Hurts is our guy for that season. You know what I mean? Like
0: you just if, want to see some progression. Yeah. You want to if, see him if getting he plays better. in a way where you at least aren't closing that book on him yet.
1: Then okay, if he plays above that and you're like, oh man, I think we've really found something here. That's bonus, right? But you need you need solid quarterback play out of him. You need him to be healthy. Um, you need him to help. Him. Oh, you've this got to be, be another piece. You need him to help with the progression of the young receivers, which would be the second thing I would say. Um, you need the young receivers to really step up. You need Rager to progress. Rager's in a tough spot because he's not Justin Jefferson, but that doesn't mean he can't be really good. And I think he will be. I still think he will be good, but he needs the right system. I'm hopeful that... A new offensive scheme will play to the strength of the team a little bit more, um, which I also think is going to help Miles Sanders, which we have another piece. Uh, Devontae Smith, working him in appropriately, all kinds of things like that, right? So, Jalen Hurts being better, or progressing, and then having... then having the young wide receivers develop, and then Miles Sanders finding a role on this on an offense that has shown that they can and and maybe more importantly will run the ball. Um, there we go. Got right back.
0: Good. Yeah, that's a good. Um, that's a good move.
1: So I think that would those would be three key things. But then you get... there's this is, We're only partway through this list of things that have to go right for the Eagles, in my opinion, to be pushing. I think the the ceiling I would put them, in an ideal situation, I would put them at maybe 10 wins. Like, a 10-win season would be... Basically, I put it this way. If they win 10 games, I feel like ah, we should have a coach of the year candidate. All right? Like, because... Right, you need the offensive line to stay healthy and develop. That's the only part of that can you control. Defense, you need to make some changes there. I don't know that they've got the guys to cover the, the guys in the, the division. Which is gonna be a problem because you play all those guys twice, let alone the other teams you play. You know, like, so I think there's a whole list of issues that are gonna he can run. That are going to come up, and, and it could be interesting because. Well. I don't know. Like I feel like there's a large portion of Philadelphia fans that kind of blame Carson Wentz.
0: I just don't get that for the
1: team being bad. Uh, good I feel like that was a symptom, not a call, not How the si- not the illness. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like. Carson Wentz being bad was an effect of the team being dysfunctional. Right. Like, not the other way around. Um, and obviously, could he have handled the situation better? Yeah, probably. But so could the the, the organization, right? Right. Um, and honestly... He's taken yeah, like like
0: down. So...
1: So I, that, that really frustrates me.
0: So I'm sure but, no Eagles fans need to be told that right. Peterson and Wentz are gone. That's, for those of you that have been living uh, under a rock over the last six months, the guys who led the Eagles to either such a great regular season or a, and or a Super Bowl championship just, what, three years ago are gone. And the, the other quarterback that led them to the actual Super Bowl title has been gone
1: and also did not like shot down any attempt to come
0: yeah him back, he did you know? not want to come back right. so Which
1: um I think like gets overblown a little bit too but like I, I don't have a problem with that like you know I think he kind of sees what it is right now too But
0: it was a tough year last year what were they 4-11-1 it was awful
1: it was awful and so, here's the thing, like, like people are like, yeah, there was a spark when Jalen Hurts came in. I, I won't deny that yeah, there yeah, was a bit of a spark. Music. The team was still terrible. The team was terrible. Like, you know, I, I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, he
0: looked good at times, but I feel like it was sort of similar to what we saw with Cobb years ago, where he was putting up numbers, but, like, right. he was still turning the ball well, over it, and the team and wasn't was winning. tell
1: because, like... By the time he took over, the team was terrible. Everyone knew what was going on. You know, like, everybody knew what that was. You know, so, like, it was a really tough spot.
0: So, uh, just continue to uh, set new records.
1: Hey, keep it up. Keep it up.
0: But four eleven and one, sort of new quarterback, but not really. New co- new coach Nick Seriani, Did we say that? Yeah. Uh, he's the new guy. He's been taken over. Oh, these are two of the teams that are undefeated in conference play. So this is a big game. North Texas is undefeated, seven and and0 Yeah, but
1: they didn't go into Death Valley and and snap. They joy. did not.
0: They did not. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. What happens with the Eagles, because obviously most of our listener base here uh, is very interested in what happens with uh, Philadelphia, as is host and part of your family and most of our friends. And But, uh, but honestly, and I know you, like, you want to be a good team, but at times as a fan, most of the time I want to be the underdog. I want to have no expectations. Because well, then, when you blow it out of the water in a good way, you're surprised and happy. Yeah, I don't want it's to go into the season a thinking so that the team's going to be thirteen and four, and they go seven and ten.
1: That's that's the worst. Yes. So along those lines, I believe the Eagles have the easiest, if not one of the easiest, by on paper, we know that what that is, but uh, re- schedules uh, in football. This, for this coming year, uh, because they were bad last year, right? right? And a lot of teams they play. Now, that's not to say we looked at it. They have a t- they have a couple of tough stretches, but um, but as of right now, they're only favored in two of those games. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Uh,
0: wow. Um, there's some roster <laughs> turnover besides the trade of Carson Wentz. Uh, gone are Corey Clement, Vinnie Curry. Uh, Nate Jerry, Jalen Mills, Jason Peters, and uh, I don't know their biggest signing. What probably Anthony Harris was that a big get at safety from the Vikings? Yeah, yeah I liked, I liked that um, one. I mean Joe Flacco that Joe, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, so that's a that's a good one. Yeah, I um, both jo- Jordan Howard is back with the Eagles, and uh, Carrie Ann Johnson signed from Detroit. Um, may, maybe Ryan Kerrigan too from Washington. Um, he's he's a nice pass rusher. I mean he's still um, you know, past his prime, but he still, uh, demands some, you know, some name recognition. Um, but Deshaun Jackson's also gone. Um, Alshon Jeffrey. So there's, there's, there's some decent names, um, that have departed, but I don't know how much of an issue the Eagles are going to have without most of those guys. Um, because you already knew that Wentz was done, so it doesn't really make much. It didn't really make much of a difference right. that you're going with Hertz. You had already started that transition. I'm interested to see what happens in, in the backfield and if Sirianni relies more on the running game than what Peterson kind of started to get away from for whatever reason. Peterson went down
1: the Andy Reid like rabbit hole there. Like, um, it's interesting because. Should I use a timeout to try and ice their kicker? The drive. Yeah, yeah, we, we use
0: their first out of the half. We have them. Why not use them? Right. But, like, with a backfield featuring Miles Sanders and now Karian Johnson, and who knows if Jordan Howard has anything left in, in the tank, but they've always had Boston Scott as, as, a, as a relief guy. You drafted Kenneth Gainwell, which a lot of people thought was one of the better picks, in, you know, at least from an upside. That was a great right. pick from them. You have a quarterback that is able to run... Uh it'll be interesting to see what happens, but you need development from Rager. Devontae Smith has, needs to have a great year and then someone else has to step step up.
1: Yeah, it it'll be interesting. A lot of people still think Earth is on his way out are, we just kind of, are out.
0: are they the gonna way way cut him? Sense. Like what's gonna happen?
1: He just drew the thing though, like why would you cut him now? You know what he I mean? Like point. at some point for the quarter he's the like story. veteran enough. Like, at some point, you're going to have, like, paid him. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to get? Like, yeah. who are you going to sign with that money is what I'm trying to You know, like, the league year started, so, like,
0: they... Uh, yeah, post-June 1st or whatever. Right. So,
1: it's not like, you know, you had to hit your cap numbers and stuff already. So, like, I don't understand. The Touchdown. There he is.
0: Makes up for that stupid interception I threw. He's 0 for 1 with one pick. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: so like, I mean. I don't, I don't know what to think so much with the, the win loss. I want it to be higher, but if I have to pick, I'm probably going to put him at like six wins.
0: Six and 11? Yeah. I they have a nice young receiver core, but they just need to see progression and development, and they need a breakout year. They need Devonte Smith playing at like a top three rookie of the year candidate. Yes! Nice! Look at that. Turn the ball over on the And the ball just didn't do a good job of protecting the ball. Excellent. That helps the up before the
1: giving up the field goal before half. That was frustrating me. Let's see if I can capitalize right away. I don't think up a first down yeah, that, you uh, hadn't. So I started.
0: I have that Microsoft Game Pass that Patrick's always talking about, um, and I downloaded MLB the Show first time. It's been on Xbox or the first time at least in a long time right, it's been right. on Xbox and uh, also Matt last year's Madden because yeah. I'm like if I'm going to get this year's Madden like, I might as well figure out like what's going on because I haven't played Madden in years and they have this uh, cool like it's called The Yard and okay. it's is it 5 on 5 or 6 on 6 but it's kind of like Backyard football, but it's your created player or your creative persona, and then five NFL guys. And you play both ways. So, like, you yeah, have cornerbacks well. playing receivers and, and tight ends playing linebacker and stuff like that. Uh, it's been really fun, but I'm wondering if Madden Controls is going to screw up me playing uh, playing this. <laughs> I'm playing up there on rookie or whatever their lowest is because I haven't played it in right, how long. Well, at least we started with that. UAB and a bit of a gimme, but. Anyways, let's wrap up the Eagles talk here. Yeah, so I'm going to put them um, at
1: 6-11. I think there is some upside. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, obviously I'd like for them to be able to check the list on all those things I listed and be pushing 10 wins and maybe looking at a, at one of the wild card spots or something. I'm not banking on it. And at the same time, I think um, I, I want to see some of those things, you know, get checked right. off. And if I had to pick, I would pick the things I want to see Hertz develop, and I want to see, um, I, want to see develop, I want to see Hertz develop, and I want to see the receivers develop. Like, because those are things that you can build on moving forward, you know, um, but we'll, we'll see, I guess. And
0: maybe it sounds crazy to people, and you can tell me because you're the Eagles guy anyways, but. Honestly, I feel like I have less concerns about the Eagles' offense than I do about their defense.
1: Oh, here's. Okay. So here's the thing I, I would say I have concerns about. Let me phrase that. I have more questions about the Eagles' offense because I'm not questioning. I just know the Eagles' defense isn't going to be very good. <laughs>
0: Man, yeah, I just way. I don't expect the Eagles' defense to be good at all. No, I think no. they're going to be very, very bad. Right. Um, which is a shame because they still have nice pieces along well, the defensive what, line. What?
1: What? Some. Down, I took go. some solace yeah, in the fact that um, the new defensive has gone, coordinator has said like they were asking him like What's your like What's your plan?" And he's like, "Well, you he know." You know, we look at what we've got and who we're playing against and all that stuff and kind of like try to play to our strengths each week. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. But that's not what they did before. Like last season and for the last two years, like they, this is, they played the, this is what we do, you know, no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, I know it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same thing, but it reminded me of like, those, see, I, I remember it with Seattle when like um, Richard Sherman. I feel like, but he's not the only one. He's just the one I remember. We're like, yeah, no, he stays on this side of the field. You, you know, like, yeah. and I'm like, I understand. Like, that's maybe a bad example because they were good enough to do that. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, no, we their defense dictated things. The Eagles' defense was not good enough to dictate things. Oh my! Shoots it. He's pushed on my bounds at about the thirty-five we still like went with that philosophy. Um, so I'm hopeful that like the idea of adapting and, and trying to like play to your strengths and your and your player's strengths will maybe help, but I'm not holding out of time. You're not holding that out too much go. hope. I don't know what they're gonna do here real quick. They're probably it now. Nope, going for
0: it. They're going for it? All right, so you say 6-11. and 11. I, I, I'm going to be right there with you just because I think they'll be better than last year, just kind of random, like not even for sure a reason why. I just I think they were better than 4-11-1. I just think there was a lot of other extenuating circumstances going on, the weird stuff with the quarterbacks undermining between the coaching staff and the players or the front office and the organization as a whole. I just think there was it was tumultuous. I think now they're going in. They know what's going on. They have new coaching staffs. Sirianni is like coming in and taking the bull by its horns and has everyone ready to go. I could, the defense concerns me. I just, I just Like you said, I think if things break the right way and there's some development, I could see them winning 10 games. Yeah. I think their floor is probably around four or five, but I'm going yeah, to put them at six. I'm gonna say six and eleven, right. yes. still in fourth place in the division, but Touch ball. yeah, that <laughs> down. Um, so that's where we have the Eagles, both in fourth place. Now let's see if there's any difference in who we have in third place. Uh, I'll start since you're on defense. Okay. I'm gonna put in third place. Oh man, this is tough.
1: For yes, me. it's tough. Cool. I know who I want to put in now, but I don't.
0: Well, I know you want Dallas to go there.
1: Well, no, I want Dallas to the You drop want Dallas the in fourth league. place, but. Sometimes um. So. Pass. I'll
0: give you uh, some more time to kick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I assume it's fourth and sixteen. I assume they're going to kick this time. Let me
0: let me see what yeah, they, see they the shot set, out. That's
1: what happened there. Yeah, they're yeah, they're in the punt formation. So they converted the fourth down and then still have the to punt.
0: <laughs> so. Part of me thinks I should put the Giants here, but I think I'm going to put Washington here. Okay. Um, I I know they you know they won the division last year. They are the returning division champs. They had some weird quarterback issues last year, and everyone thinks they kind of maybe settle that down with journeyman Fitzpatrick. You know, he had, had did great things with Miami the last couple of seasons, but. I I don't know. I'm just not excited by the rest of their team, I guess. I I like Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Those are some nice young pieces, but they don't instill much confidence in me. And we know Fitzpatrick is boom or bust and he'll win them a few few games, but he could lose them a few games too. And I just, as much as I like Ron Rivera and it pains me to put them in third, I'd rather have them up in first or second just because I like Ron so much. Right. I don't. I just. I don't know. I have just one of those feelings that Washington is not going to be able to duplicate their, if you want to call it, success from last year, despite the NFC East being, you know, a bit of a dumpster fire. For something is just telling me that it's not going to be Washington's year. They're going to, you know, maybe have a few fluke losses or some issues going on. We know they always have stuff going on off the field. They, don't they just have Ryan Kerrigan anymore. They don't have Ryan Kerrigan anymore, but they. They always have stuff going on off the field that maybe it does or doesn't impact what's going on on the field, but it's always out there, uh, for better or worse. Like, we just had it come out that they're – I was just going to say that. They just have this weird ownership stuff going on. And is Roger Goodell, like, saying whether or not Snyder can be in charge or whatever? And now they – Is it
1: weird that he named his wife the CEO of I don't know.
0: Is it? Like, I feel like that's very billionaire-type – Thing to do,
1: I feel like in any other spot yeah. that would kind of All seem odd to me. me, right on par for Washington.
0: <laughs> but like, we found out now that in the first couple months of 2022, we're going to get the new team name and logo. Like, that's finally happening. I guess they're not doing football team, which I know there's a lot of people that like it. I, I don't, I don't like it. Don't be European soccer or whatever. Like, no. You be you, you have a team name, you have a logo, you have a proper, you know, whatever character you end up choosing to represent your squad. I have always been on record of wanting the Red Tails. I think it's, like, perfect. But who knows? Dan Snyder and that ownership group and everything going down in Washington. Who the heck knows what they'll come up with. I hope it doesn't suck, but... I feel like the track record says otherwise, but all that stuff going on. Do the players care? I don't know. Maybe they don't, but we've we've kind of gotten into that generation that started about 15 or so years ago that, you know, look good, play good. Everyone was raving about everything Oregon was doing and all the recruits started putting Oregon, you know, in their top five, top 10. Without ever visiting, they just liked all the swagger they had from uniforms. And now you have, uh, now you have a team that is the plainest, most blah- and has no mascot so does it bother the players probably not as much as a college team but it's just one of those things that's out there and i just have the feeling like i did for so many years about the saints which i was always wrong so washington fans should be happy about that um yeah so that's what i'm thinking washington um i think i'll put them at seven and ten uh, I don't have the info in front of me for all the changes. The biggest one that I could think of was the Fitzpatrick thing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it, it pains me to say that about a Ron Rivera team because I like him right. so much. But for some, they're just telling me that it's not going to be Washington making noise in the East. Uh, it's going to be the other two teams that are left. So, so, so I'm kind of I, I was debating
1: back and forth between
0: these same two, and I, I think –
1: So, I feel like Washington has a chance to be a more solid team. I think the Giants definitely have more unknowns. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants here in third place. Um, I just think there are a lot of unknowns, and I'm kind of of the mindset of, like, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. he makes the beat. I know they've got talent. play 80-yard everywhere and they give it in for sure. Brand right now the offensive line um, just winning the battle. They've got tons of talent they've got they should be really good. Um But I also know that some of the pieces that they've like they have valued really high over the last two years. Aren't necessarily that good, right? Um, so we'll have to we'll have to see. But I just think I don't know. I I, I don't. Daniel Jones can be really good. Like he could be. You the the second best the wide so or quarterback in the, in, the, in the division, maybe. Um, yeah. He could be the worst, the you know. Like it depends chance. on what you're going to see. Yeah. Um, I think. Let's see. Point point um, you know, they, they've line. got some talent wide receiver, but inconsistent. They got Saquon back.
0: See, maybe that's why I'm um, hoping Saquon has a big year.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping he has a good year, but I still want him to be bad. Um But, like, I think, like, if everything clicks for them, they could be really good. Like, um, I kind of hope they are bad somewhat because of just how, like, how ridiculous they got over the end of the season with the Eagles last year. Yeah. Like, dude, you won six games. Don't, don't be complaining that the Eagles didn't help you make the playoffs. You know, like, do your job. Like, you won, you, you know, you were, you were terrible football. Um. Just over a minute so don't don't be mad at the Eagles. Um, you can be like I can understand being Rich disappointed, and everything, but like Lockdown, right around the it's not like they level. deserve to make the playoffs. Right. Um, but anyway, so I uh, like part of me doesn't like the Giants for that reason. I just think like they've been so many questions so long. I honestly didn't see that receiver again. there. Down, um,
0: <laughs> I thought the guy was just running for the ball.
1: Aaron um, Barron. <laughs> why would you name um, it? So, yeah, I'm going to put the Giants at like. I think they'll be at like eight wins. Um. With the potential for more, but I just, I'm not, like, I think there's lots of talent there. I know their defense has big question marks. Like, not necessarily against bad teams. Like, their defense will be okay against bad teams, but against the good teams, they're going to pick their defense apart still. They don't have the guys they need to put a pass rush together or, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I'm
1: not... Their defense scares no one. Not to
0: spoil our number ones, but is Washington your number two? Washington
1: is my number two. Okay, so... So, I just... While I agree with everything you said about them, I'm going with the... I think...
0: Good magic.
1: Well, I think good enough magic, and not dealing with the Dwayne Haskins stuff at the beginning of the year. Uh, gets him a couple wins. Right, so, like, if Fitz, Fitzmagic is maybe plus one and a half wins... And not dealing with Dwayne Wask- Dwayne Waskins? You're
0: Askins. gonna get that wabbit. <laughs> that <laughs> Dwayne, with Dwayne Haskins,
1: um, maybe is another win. So I, I don't know that they're two and a half wins better than last year, but I think like I think they're pretty nice. good. Like and I think they're good enough they're, I think they're gonna be competing for a playoff spot. So not necessarily the division title,
0: but the So you had the Eagles at six and eleven. What did you have the Giants at? Um, I'm going to put them at eight wins. Eight and nine? Yeah. And what do you have Washington at? Put
1: them at nine and eight.
0: Nine and eight. Um, so I had Washington in third. They were seven and nine last year. And I had the Eagles at six and eleven. So I'll, I, I think I said if I didn't, I meant to say so, seven uh, and uh, ten. So almost identical to last year, just one more loss because of the extra game. Uh, so Washington is attempting to make the playoffs in back-to-back years for the first time since ninety-one, ninety-two.
1: 92
0: They haven't made uh, the playoffs two years in a row for 30 years, essentially, which is kind of crazy Eagles to think about. The They're also the first team since the 95 Buccaneers to play five straight divisional games to end the season. Wow. Uh, which is one thing I did want to talk about. I was going
1: to say, the Eagles have something similar. like I think it's four, though. but like Right.
0: Uh, the Washington football team ends with Dallas at Philly at Dallas Philly at the Giants. So they played Dallas and Philly twice in a month. Like they only played Dallas and Philly from December twelfth to January second. So the NFC East will not be decided until the end of the year, yeah, I would I, think.
1: Okay, quick side note: I am so angry. They didn't take their time out,
0: and no time ran off the clock.
1: Even though they, they they had to to set the chains right, (laughs) but they went three yards to set the chains. That frustrates me. And he adds the
0: extra point. So it's an an interesting about the NFCs, but I I definitely like it that way. I want to see the divisions decided at the end of the year. So Um, good luck to Ron Rivera. Well, from me, I know you like him too, but as a as as an Eagles fan, you know it's tough.
1: Yeah, you know, like I'm. I, I like Ron Rivera. I yeah, it, it's weird to me that Washington has become like this kind of, I don't want to say likable. I'm not certainly not rooting for them, but like with Ron Rivera and especially his story last year and all of that stuff, like you yeah. know, it, it's just I'm happy for him even though yeah my team was terrible.
0: So. Um, so we have or I have the Giants in second. Um, I'm gonna say. So they went what, six and ten last year? We're I'm gonna to say advance
1: week here, right? Uh,
0: yes, you can advance it. I'm gonna say nine and eight for the Giants. Okay. In second place.
1: So we have our records pretty much the same. Pretty similar. Um, pretty much. Um, gotcha.
0: They brought in, you know, a couple of interesting guys. John Ross who never could stay healthy with Cincinnati on a one year deal, but he's had some speed. Obviously the big one was Kenny Galladay from the Lions on a four year deal. Adoree Jackson from Tennessee, the the slash playmaker. Yeah. Um, Ryan Anderson from Washington, Kyle Rudolph from Minnesota, Danny Shelton from the Lions, right. uh, Corey Clement from the Eagles, Kelvin Benjamin, um, who I'm not even sure played in the last few years, but he was always a big body, um, couldn't live up to his his draft uh, status. But then they also Literally drafted body, Kadarius like he, Tony, right? So right. they they redid their wide receiver core, and they got one of the steals of the draft with um, edge rusher from Georgia, Aziz Ajulari, yes. uh, with the 50th overall pick. So I think they had a really good offseason. You know, they're obviously sticking with Daniel Jones when you signed Mike Glennon and Clayton Thorson. Oh, to yeah. hope Saquon
1: back this year because he was out pretty much
0: the entire Almost year the entire year. So um, they brought in Corey Clement and Devontae Booker to kind of uh, help the backfield. But Saquon, you know, he's not committing to being ready week one, but I think the hope and expectation is for him to be back and ready week one. But if um, they can get a good – they have a group – gig. The, excuse me, a good group of tight ends with Evan Ingram and uh, Levine in. tu- tu- Toyololo with Kyle Rudolph. Now they have all those receivers. They got to figure out who's reliable because they added, um, what they added, Kelvin Benjamin, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius, Tony, and John Ross to a, a, group that already had Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, uh, Austin Mack and Dante Pettis. So they got to figure out who their top five or six are there. And, you know, I think they have something now. The offensive line has always been in transition, it seemed, but they drafted Andrew Thomas is going into his second year now. Oh, Nate Solder ret- returns. Sorry, um, what did you do? This is a big game. Oh, nice. Ready for me okay. to start? Yeah, yeah. We'll do right. recruiting afterwards. So go ahead and, and move that one over. Um, if they can get, if their defense can uh, get things going in the right direction, they just resigned Austin jo- Johnson. They brought in Danny Shelton, they got Leonard Williams back. If their defense can hold, then I think the Giants are the second best team in the NFC East. Of course, it all comes down to quarterback though. Yeah. Daniel Jones, is Daniel Jones better than Jalen Hurts and Ryan Fitzpatrick? That's what it, you know, right. he's got to take a step this year or the Giants are going to be moving on, I think. Like if they're awful this year, the Daniel Jones experiment is over.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree.
0: So, so that that's where I'm at with them, looking at the end of the year for them. Um, they host the Eagles in week 12, they go to Miami in week 13, they go to the Chargers in week 14, then they host Dallas December 19th, ooh, so Dallas, New York on my dad's birthday, then they go to Philadelphia the day after Christmas at Chicago January 2nd and then host Washington January 9th. So that is the New York Giants, but we are at our number one in the NFC East, and that is the Dallas Cowboys for both of us. Do
1: they want to kick off?
0: I would rather kick. Yeah, yeah I, I always like to kick. So. Both
1: teams are lining up for the kickoff. Dallas had a rough
0: year last year, uh, to put it lightly. Um, they were six and ten. Um, they. they uh, <laughs> They missed out on the playoffs for the second straight year, which is a little bit of a surprise with what they had building down there with Dak and Zeke and that offensive line. They just haven't been able to put it together. But I think a lot are expecting a bounce-back year because of what happened when their quarterback went down. Your quarterback's coming back, especially someone who was playing like the way Dak was, and if they're able to get him some help and have a better defense, which has really been more of a problem than the offense then I think Dallas is easily the best team in the NFC East. But it all comes down to the defense and Dak being healthy and ready to roll.
1: Yeah, the defense definitely is their biggest question mark. Um, They had huge questions there last year. Defense started to play better late in the season. But the offense the fell apart without Dak. Like, didn't not any time. Get any all at back once, back but they definitely did. But the back thing back is, back the back thing back I don't back understand back is, is, like, it totally shouldn't happen. Like, I understand Dak is really is good. But He's you got got went out and got, and got Andy Dalton, and Dalton and as your guy, who shouldn't have been terrible. But they asked him to do things that, like, man, the coaching was not ideal last year for them. Um,. They've and then in a hole here after that you shot. go it's and shot. you have, um, you know, some offensive line issues, but, like, you have Zeke back there. Like, why are you not yeah. running the ball? You know, I, I, just, I just didn't understand. You know? yeah. like, it, yeah, They it'll need be, nothing to help themselves, right. like, which it, was really, really weird.
0: It'll be interesting to see if Mike McCarthy can get this group of guys going here in year two. Um, they don't make the
1: playoffs. He's got to be fired, right?
0: I, honestly, I would think so if they don't, or if they don't show, uh, if they don't show getting better. See, the thing to me, without knowing the entire depth chart, you know, too deep, I don't feel like they lost all that much from last year. Now, especially defensively, I'm not sure. Right. Their biggest signings maybe were both safeties from the Falcons, Kazee and Neal, both coming over from Atlanta. So they're obviously trying to make.
1: Wasn't Dan Quinn the uh, defensive coordinator now too?
0: Um. Yes. Honestly, I, I don't know. Um, From
1: the fifteen yard line. It's second down. I think Quinn. Yes, is Dan the, Quinn is yeah. the
0: defensive coordinator there. So uh, and Kellen Moore is still the offensive coordinator. So, um, yeah, they uh, just looking at their oh. just looking at their roster though. Like you just said, like with that line and the Elliott. It doesn't matter who the quarterback back there was, or if the team's you know, like, defensive how? puts eight in the box. Who cares? Right run the ball. They
1: Zeke. They come out an empty
0: With Zeke and Pollard back there, you shouldn't have a problem, and they did.
1: Um, That's right. You see that? He caught and it, and but knocked him out of bounds. Nice. To so
0: Jason sending us a mess. Stop and playing while while we're got playing. Got but at receiver, you know, Amari Cooper seems to have a really good relationship with Dak. Michael Gallup is a great number three when you added C.D. Lamb in last year. Like, they have those three guys. And with Dalton Schultz, Blake Jarwin, and Jeremy Sprinkle now at tight end, like, they should be okay on offense. That Either either we've been overrating the offensive line or the Kellen Moore's go-round as the offensive coordinator wasn't working out. I don't know. However you want to slice it, They obviously underachieved last year, and it wasn't just because Dak wasn't there. Right, because
1: they were putting up huge offensive numbers, but we're a terrible team before Dak got hurt. Um, uh, So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But, yeah, I mean, expectations are through the roof that like I've seen people say like oh, they like they're the team that's going to challenge the block in the NFC and they're the only team that can do it
0: I'm not ready to say that I, know that I
1: agree with that I think the Rams
0: are be pretty I do I do like the Rams um, yeah you're focusing on so we didn't say it, but we moved up the 20th, and we're playing number 18 FAU.
1: So I, I just think, yeah, there's a lot of expectations in Dallas, but I don't necessarily view do them as all yeah. well that yeah. different than last year. It'll be interesting. The new yeah. coach will have the full off season. They'll do all those things, like so. I say full off season, but like Dak is working back, you know, so like it's still a different off um,
0: But they're by far.
1: In terms of expectations, the best team in the
0: NFC East. For at least the third straight year, that's the thing. They haven't gotten anything out of it. No, they haven't. And maybe even longer. Honestly, for now, what, four, maybe five years? Well, I guess you you throw in the Eagles coming off a Super Bowl championship, like, the expectations may have been different. Right. But, like... Dallas, I feel like for the last five years, most of the time, everyone's thinking that they're easily a playoff team. Right. It's you one of those things where every year everybody's telling us, they're the
1: they're the Miami of college football, but they're in the pros. Like, every year we spend the offseason listening to everybody tell us how good they're going to be. And then they're good, but they're not championship caliber and they each make year. You know what I mean? Like, every time. And the I. yard line. First down. I think some of the things will get better on defense, but some of it is going to be players, and you hear that a lot in the NFL. Like it's not just scheme; like you need the players in order to make it happen. And I don't know. Like I know Dan Quinn got it done on defense in Seattle, in Seattle. But like when I think of the, the strengths of the Atlanta teams, I don't think. They're secondary. I I know at times they they were good.
0: Legion of Boom, right? That's that was him, wasn't it?
1: Well, absolutely. But in in Atlanta, sorry, in Atlanta, Atlanta. I don't don't view them as like having the the strength in. Short game there by my hatback. You you know, that can lead to a whole different discussion. When you look at those Seattle teams, are you like, right? well they end up with great guys and great scheme. that is what it was, you know, it's both.
0: But then Touchdown, no, it was a passing touchdown. Um, but, you know, you you look at it when he didn't
1: have those, like, Hall of Famers across the back. Right. <laughs> or all all pro guys with a couple Hall of Famers sprinkled a a in. Yeah, his defenses were average, right? Which, you the know, like yeah. they now. need to see now, some, he's not the GM. He's not necessarily picking his guys, you know. So, but... Dallas certainly hasn't emphasized in the backfield part and that was a big problem for them a lot oh, Thank cool. goodness
0: that's <laughs> right that's the thing like is their defense gonna be any good that's She'll what it amounts to and that we now She'll Sean Lee has been injured so much recently great. his retirement is a huge deal right, but him becoming a coach like they does, have talked about could be a big deal
1: does it not seem like that era of Jalen Smith being back and healthy and Van Der Esch being the other guy. Yeah. Like I when they when they first started breaking through, mostly due to injuries well, to nice. leave you're like, Oh man, these guys are the next linebacking duo, right? Like yeah. these guys
0: Van that Ash, era seems like Lee. over like that. Yeah, well, they traded one Penn State linebacker for another, drafting Micah Parsons yeah, with the 12th overall pick. Already got my dad a new jersey, replacing the Sean Lee the one we got, got a decade ago with the Micah Parsons' one for Father Day, Father's Day. So uh, he's ready to roll. But as much as they need him to be you know, a beast off the edge and play good at the linebacker spot, they need their cornerback picks to do something, not just uh, Kelvin Joseph, who they took out of Kentucky in the second round this year, they need la- last year's pick, uh, Trevon Diggs, to, to be able to do something, to make some noise. They have to uh, be able to rely on on him as well. And I mentioned that they brought in the uh, the Atlanta safeties and Kazee. We've given and, uh, up
1: 98 yards to the, on two passes the, like that guy.
0: <laughs> and Keanu Neal, but um, they they got to figure it out. They, they have to. Uh, Dan Quinn's got to. If he has magic, he's got to work it because they need to get better performance if they want to be a team to beat in the NFC, uh, let alone the NFC East. So, I still think they're the best team on paper. I think they're the best offense. I think they, they have a a lot of potential. <laughs> I,
1: uh, um,
0: that's just wh- where I sit. I, I still, you know, even saying what I went six and eleven, seven and ten, nine and eight. I think Dallas is a ten and seventeen. I think that's where I'm going to put him. I'm going to
1: put him. See. Yeah. I, see, I feel like I, I want to put him twelve wins, but. In reality, I'm going to put them at a uh You know what? I'll put them, at I'm going to put them at 12. 12 and 5. Yeah, I'm going to put them at 12 and 5 just because I'm like, that's where they should be. I hope they don't get that. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they get 5 and 12. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put them at 12 and 5 because on paper, they're the best team. They've got the best quarterback. I don't know what, what more you could ask for right now. In, in today's NFL, you've got the most talent and the best quarterback. To the 40.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they should be honestly, they they should be an 11, 12, 13 win team. I just, I I need to see it from the defense. I, no, that's yeah. what I need to see. I have to see from the defense, just I like the Eagles, free. though.
1: I want them. back the I don't want. I want them to lose every game, but I don't. Right? Because I don't want them having the number one overall pick. So like if they could go seven and ten, that would be great. The
0: <laughs> they wouldn't let me audible. I don't know what but, that was
1: about. So if they went seven and ten, that would be awesome. Uh, but in reality, like if they finished second in the NFC and lost that game because they don't have a bye, that would be that would be awesome. Like lose lose the first playoff game, you know, first round playoff game where they're a big favorite or something. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. First and ten. You know. If the them making the playoffs is the necessary evil, then them losing in the first round of the playoffs, like, I
0: I'm willing to make that sound. This
1: receiving core
0: runs some great routes. And that's why so some of the biggest storylines surrounding the NFC East are injuries and return from injuries. Yes. Do you think Dak and Saquon start week one? I think Saquon does. I think Dak does too. Um uh, Oh, he's knocked down. <laughs> Thank goodness the info.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they both do. I think they both. Did. Um. You
0: look here. Second
1: down, and they're going to need about three. What is
0: their schedule like? What's the last like five weeks? Should be on the article I pulled up. Okay. So. Oh, jeez, you got stood up in the hole there. The Last five weeks, they're
1: at Washington, at New York home against Washington,
0: home against the Cardinals,
1: and then at Philadelphia.
0: Lots of NFC East games and against the Cardinals team that we yeah. think could be pretty good this year. Yeah. Oh, you. you. Forward, you
1: they, also, like before, they also, play, the we talked about before, they also play. there. They're, they start at the box. That's... That's a big game on that Thursday night, I think.
0: I just went for it on fourth and two.
1: That's all right, because he ran for like 15. <laughs>
0: 15 the, that 15 yard play call on fourth and two is suicide. brilliant, right? That was nice. Play is eight on the drive. So, just to recap, we both have the Eagles yeah, in last. Schedule here, which. I, I like to see
1: but they start at Tampa and then at LA so going another Dallas so sorry sorry they're playing the Chargers I should have been specific. oh okay but still the but yeah no I, we
0: think uh, we think the Chargers could be good right. this year and
1: you know now they've got the extended week there because they're playing on that yeah. Thursday oh right so going east and then going west and then they're home three
0: weeks in a row but then they go to the Patriots
1: yeah, this game. You know, we'll get to that eventually but
0: that, I know that could,
1: that could be interesting
0: I know you don't want it to happen, but honestly, I'd love to see Dallas beat Tampa Bay that opening night, just like to stop the Tom Brady love love set. Except
1: here's what would happen, and we all know it. Immediately, everyone's just going to be like, including me, will be like, "Ah, uh, yep, yeah, regular season doesn't matter, just like last year." You know, yeah. Let's see. These guys came up with a touchdown on their last drive, and they'll be hoping for a I'm, right. I'm surprised we you haven't know, this sounds crazy, like, but I'm going with cover four here, just, like, because our guys deep aren't fast enough to, like, yeah, not get able to over on the they're field. Together, hey, I'll take that the that checkdowns pretty all pretty day long. Makes feel pretty good. I love when they're along the side, because then I can really oh, kind of hit them there. hard. And that's because the defense <laughs> was just waiting on it, and they attacked.
0: So that is our NFC East preview. preview. I'd love to hear what you all are thinking out there. I'm surprised we haven't heard from anyone, especially uh, my dad. I know he's watching. He said he was having some problems with his computer. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't texted. uh, Oh, no, he did. His first text. My picks are the same as yours. I assume he means me. He has Dallas, New York, Washington, Philadelphia. Yeah, so that's that's how I had it. So he agrees with me. We're all very similar again. Um, I he, Going into last year, my dad wasn't a big Dak guy, but then I think he saw, one, how he played the first three and a half, four weeks, and then two, how they played without him the rest of the year. Right. That right. I think my dad's excited for Dak to be back this year.
1: Oh, I understand that. I understand that. Oh, crap. So. He wants it all. Oh, man, dude, that they, guy they is. They just run by our
0: guys. XX is uh he's a player, huh? He's a player.
1: Trying to go up by three, they'll kick the extra point. I'm picking like the deep coverages. And, the and they're just the running. Play, yard drive.
0: It'll be interesting to see um Dallas and Micah Parsons on hard knocks. Dallas what first seemed to be on three uh yeah, ep- yeah. three three versions of the show three seasons yeah i
1: said nfl's got to be pumped about that you know like just it'll make for it makes for good tv i'm sure so
0: my dad sent me thumbs up i'm assuming that's about uh Dak being back and he's happy so. yeah i mean and i i would be too, be too.
1: Leadership i'd be very um, surprised if he didn't continue to play well I just, and everyone's yeah, all we'll seated up and ready for the kickoff I, it's so frustrating that the Eagles like ah, need dismantled to do dismantled there. Their, wow, the their recipe for success. Be well the recipe for success was they got a bunch of free agents who, and they caught lightning in the bottle. But they also got what they needed from all their other guys that contributed.
0: Uh, my dad close also close says fire the defensive coordinator. The Not for Dallas. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. He's talking about yes. for FAU. Oh like my 99 overall tight end just pushed the defender right into my gap. Thank you for that. Second down
1: and nine to go. 23. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, man, dude, it's make the crazy cut. Because like now you said you want Dallas to win in Week One. Or wouldn't I wouldn't it mind, mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing it happen. I, yeah. No, nope, I'm one. Let's let's go, Tom. <laughs> win that one, Tom. Let's let's keep it roll. Yeah, I'm not at that point where Tom Brady wins. The yard what does it matter? Right. I just want them, I want the Tom Brady wins to help my team as much as possible. So right.
0: If he's beating the teams in my division.
1: Oh, no. so yard First down.
0: It is what it is, right? right? Right.
1: All right, so just kind of like going back to this. Like, what, Matt, do you, what, do you think, what do you think would be reasonable expectations for Devontae Smith? year? Like separate from the team, just like in, in general, like what do you think would be
0: reasonable? reasonable. Yeah. Does his size scare? I know that's now, a
1: different
0: question. It probably should, but it doesn't. Well, that's not true because when I, you know, was going back and forth of what, what Dolphins, uh, what, what receiver I want the Dolphins to get, he was my third choice. just because his size does scare me. And I know, like, people probably said the same thing about him going to play in college, but there's just something about it that... Now. (laughs) Do I kick the field goal, or do I... Oh, I thought I had a timeout. Well, that sucks. Cause I had to take that timeout earlier because the game glitched. <laughs> well, so that's even worse.
1: Two Louisiana Tech leads right. so 17-14. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh. That oh.
0: that oh. That, oh. that makes me so mad. I thought I had a
1: timeout. He sends one
0: But yes, Devontae Smith's size does bother me some. I just I don't know if he can hold up over the course of the entire season without getting hurt.
1: So here here's my. Other part to that question on the other side of I mean, it. I don't know that the time. Eagles are good enough to tell us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, I guess I'd be looking for, I'd like to see him get to like 50 receptions uh, this season. Because that's what, about three a game if he plays yeah. all 17? Yeah, That's a right around three a game. I think that, you know, some games maybe he can get to five or six. Others he might have none or one or two. But that's what I'd like to see. Is I'd like to see him get to about 50 catches. Um, and I mean, really, with because of what they expect from him, you got to be thinking that he would have pretty many receiving yards then if he gets 50 catches, because he's not going to be a guy that's running, you know, six to 12 yards all the time. Right. He's going to get some bigger, yeah, bigger opportunities. So if he's making 50 catches, honestly, he should be well over. He should be. Close to, if not over, a thousand yards. So I don't. Maybe I'm way too high on these projections. Maybe I should be thinking more like thirty-five to forty-five catches, not fifty plus. Yeah, I'm
1: looking. I'm looking. I'm like, I want him closer to that like sixty-five number.
0: Right, but uh, I want him
1: closer to that four catches. But
0: you have Rager too. Like you can't just forget about him.
1: Right. But like, if you look, you've got Rager and him and Sanders.
0: Like, I, I still, I just don't know. Honestly, I'd be more.
1: I don't know where the touches are
0: going. I'd be more interested in how many carries Miles Sanders gets. Yeah. Or, or you know, whoever you know, whether they split it and it's right. Miles Sanders and and Gainwell or whatever, whoever right. and, or or Kerryon Johnson, like whatever, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Because they'll be giving it to whoever. But like quickly, and
0: they make the stop down the forty-eight yard line.
1: I mean, I'm hopeful. Like, it sounds crazy, but, like, I just want to see them moving in the right direction. Right. Um, Like, building, because they have the potential for three first-round picks next year. So, like, it would be nice. Like, if you could get into a spot where you're like, all right, we can add...
0: Like, honestly, if they would be... Two
1: solid pieces, you know, through that. If
0: they get to eight or nine wins... And then you have three first-rounders coming next year? Right. There's a lot of right. hope like, and opportunity there. Right, look at
1: that. Like, that. That would be incredible. Tackle right around the uh, You know, we talk about, like, oh, the defense scares you. But, like, you could take two defenders and an offensive lineman, and you took an offensive lineman early in the second round this year. Like, you know, you could, you could in theory have a good young core between this year and next year, but you, you need to figure a lot out this year. Like,
0: it all comes down to Hertz. Uh,
1: like, well, yeah. Basically, you need to su- decide: are we gonna just like keep kind of like adding pieces on here and do like a major renovation, or are we gonna tear this thing down to the foundation and start over? You know, that's what this year's about for the Eagles: figuring out which of those you're gonna do. In my opinion. Yep. Right? Are we just doing a major remodel, or are we knocking the house down and building from scratch? Shoot. We, three first round picks could be helpful if you're going that route too so
0: did my running back get hurt I think
1: he did. great <laughs> oh
0: no there he is well if he was hurt he's back
1: In space. All right. So this is off topic. So I, if you want to come back to
0: anything, football. No, that was pretty much it. Uh, you know, we obviously we we're going to talk a little bit more about the Eagles at the beginning and and bring it around to them at the end. But I think we covered everything we needed to, unless anyone has a comment or a text to say otherwise. But if you want to talk NBA or MLB, so, so whatever. I'm going
1: way off here.
0: Oh, you're going way off. Yeah. Back-up. All right. I know
1: you didn't watch the Euro final today no however
0: how do you end that in penalty kicks Come that
1: on. was what i was going to say what are your thoughts on ending a major world championship so like in soccer
0: basically so what the, soccer the major, does right, is essentially chips
1: are like these euro cups or the gold cup or America, world cup or like olympics those, those type things.
0: yeah which wasn't the 22 year anniversary of brandy chastain just yes you know that yeah, was penalty yeah. kicks So like,
1: how, like, what are your thoughts on the whole ending penalty? No,
0: it's, it's no longer a team achievement. It's all on an individual, whether it's the goalie or the the kicker, the scorer, it becomes one-on-one and that's not what team sports are. So So I don't like it at all.
1: It's interesting to me because like, I feel like when you're on a field and you see actual soccer goals, they're huge. They look huge. Right. But then you, like, man, I think about in the moment, and you put probably a 6'4 goalie in there, you know, or something like that, who can jump like crazy. You know, these guys are the best in the world. And all of a sudden, that goal gets pretty small. You know, like I feel like, you know, it's just...
0: I I still think it looks huge, and I think it favors the the kickers, the the offense.
1: Absolutely. But, man, it's just... I hate seeing it nice End that way You know what I mean this Like I I honestly have Less of a problem With it Like year, earlier In the tournaments tournament. You know like Cause you gotta get winners And you gotta Have somebody advance And stuff like that Yeah But like in the final Like I'd rather see them Like So they play two 15 minute Like overtimes And it's not Sudden victory Um and then, and then from there, like I would rather them go to just you know next goal wins, yeah, kind of thing. Like
0: I, I just I want golden goal. I want yeah. sudden victory. I don't I don't like penalty. I don't think any major tournament should no, be decided yeah, in one on one stuff. stuff. Right. I just right. I don't. Ooh, it goes or, against, it's or, the antithesis so, so of team sports. And I
1: don't even know if you like. Remember this, and I I just saw it like recently. But action, it would be really cool if the out, penalty the kick was more like what field. it was in the MLS when it first started, and that is the guy gets the ball at midfield, and so the goalie can like come out and like try and it's more like hockey. The goalie can come out and try and like just like, scout the angle kind of thing, you know. Which I know they don't do as much anymore, but I feel like remember way back in the day, like yeah, they used to come out like Dominic Hasegawa and stuff would just like come way out. Um, From the 50 it's second down so anyway I, I just think that would be interesting
0: yeah I, I mean I feel like anything would be better than the way they do it Italy won right Italy, Italy, Italy won. won yes
1: um, yeah Italy won and it was it was crazy um, friend of the show Joe was really excited, I was excited.
0: Joe Basera yep. so yeah see I wonder um, why yeah <laughs> So, I, yeah, I know that was delayed from last year. Everything got messed up because of COVID, but uh, I mean, I'm excited for the Olympics to start. I, 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 oh, me too. I am yeah, it's really going to be a lot of fun. Um, Men's soccer, non-existent for Team USA, so hopefully the women's national team. Right
1: now. Is, However, the team is as young and promising as they've been in, like, 30 years. So. Haven't we really
0: been saying that for 30 years? Dude,
1: like- listen, I'm ready to be hurt again. Second <laughs> down. The U.S. men's team. Well, wasn't
0: it years ago? And this, maybe this. No, I don't think it was the World Cup. I think it was the Olympics. They finished like fourth or fifth or something like that. And people were like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, So, like,
1: not the last World Cup, but maybe the one before, I think, was the one where, well, there's been a bunch where, like, it's been like, oh, here we go, here we go. And it hasn't been. But I'm telling you, here we go. uh, Christian Poissick, Golden Boy uh, from Hershey.
0: Men's and women's basketball, all the swimming, track and field. This is Kelly loves the Summer Olympics.
1: Oh, I do too. Summer but Olympics, I'm all about winter. Like uh, so winter yeah, is my. I, I like. Let's give me the Summer Olympics.
0: You can leave. It's you can take her seven. side.
1: I'm not taking her side. I'm taking the right side. We no, just have, we both happen to be on that right side.
0: Incorrect. So. Okay, I'm, I'm It sucked missing the Summer Olympics last summer, but now we literally have a, what, six and a half month turnaround to the Winter Olympics? (laughs) Yes. Instead of 18 months, it's six and a half months. It's like how it used to
1: be way Uh, back in the day. When when it was always every two years? No, it's
0: all every two years now. Well, yeah. Four years in between the seasonal games sucks at times, but... Nothing will top two thousand. I feel like two thousand eight Beijing Summer Olympics was peak Olympic season for us. Kelly Should I, I take time everything. out here to
1: save the time? Or I don't no, know. I'd rather
0: save them if okay, I need okay. them.
1: Okay. That that was my thought, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure.
0: Is they gonna? Oh no! I was gonna say they're gonna kick a field good, goal, we'll but then they're, they're probably gonna we'll go run. for it, huh? I would think. But yeah. I love the Olympics summer winter, It doesn't matter. Oh. No. That's actually probably better. Because if they score on fourth down and eat up another, like, 40 seconds. Right. Um, so, do you think they're going to let the uh, NHL players in the Winter Olympics? I thought it was going to happen, and then I saw that and was like, I don't know. I doubt it. I bet. Right.
1: Right. I bet. I bet though. I I don't think they will.
0: That's disappointing. Yeah. Although I do like the amateur factor of you know beating maybe some that are more professionals in other countries versus the U.S. the young young guns. But I just want the United States to beat Canada. That's all I want. No, I, yeah. I. I, I
1: understand. I'm yeah, so, excited about the Olympics. Alright, uh, here's another thing I'm excited about. Um, and maybe I should be the Phillies, yeah. Right. I think they won seven out of the last ten. Seven
0: and three in the last, the last ten. They beat the Padres
1: in a series and the Red Sox in a series. And the Red Sox today, that win today was with a you know, bullpen pieced together game because Noah was out. The COVID protocols like just under two I, Back to 500, game. like, it's just, man, um, their schedule on paper go. is significantly Four. easier the second half of the season than it was the first half of the season. I'm not saying they're going to win it, but, like, the Mets the or Nationals possibilities to run away with it. And Acuna got hurt, which you hate to see, but, like, that's a big blow for the Braves. Like, it's just, there's opportunities there for the Phil you know, right. like, and, and that's what I want to see. I like. I don't think it's out of the question that they play above five hundred in this quote unquote second half of the season. I know it's not exactly half, but they play. Yeah, they're forty four and forty four. The half, then they're above five hundred for the year. And, and that, right. I think if they get to, if they can get close to that eighty eight wins, which would be a really good second half. I say really good, not like historically good, but a good second half for what the Phillies are. I think they've got a shot at a wild card spot.
0: So they, so they're. How many games they have left? They have. seventy-four.
1: So yes. Is that right? Or.
0: Seventy-four yeah, games left, 74, and they would need to go forty-one and
1: thirty-three. Day. Yeah, that's not out of the question. Right? I don't
0: feel like. how many games. No.
1: Well, so, so this point could be well, a. Yeah, there's no way they're going to do it, I mean, but it could also gonna be, be a. Be <laughs> there's games to be won. Like, look how many games they've blown. <laughs> like, inside the 10. The coordinator right now
0: is very happy with the execution. That's the fifth first down on this drive alone. The big thing is, when you have this kind of drive going, you don't want to end it in a field goal. Now, you want to focus on trying to put the football in the field yeah. goal. That's right.
1: Yes, to about the five-yard line. Florida Atlantic just took
0: their first timeout. The
1: back gets three of the carry.
0: <laughs> That's a nice play there by the sophomore out in the corner. This is a I touchdown. A nice I shouldn't have taken the timeout. Should have rounded all the way down. Second down. Uh, okay. Touchdown! and
1: They take the lead. The Owls are so confident every time they hand this kid the football that he's going to do something special. Well, there's a reason he's the go to man. And, and here, with everything at stake, he's able to deliver for them. 17 and seconds, Justin. Onside kick, right? Nothing deep. Onside kick here?
0: Nothing deep. Yeah, onside kick. Go ahead.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if they just squib it here.
0: So, my dad said, How about we talk about Penn State football? Okay. So, they had an incredible week last week. What was it like five or six uh, verbal commitments yeah, for the six class of twenty twenty Four days or something like
1: that. Yeah,
0: huge, huge uh, gets, including probably none bigger, at least to us here in the, the Reading PA area, than uh, Governor Mifflin running back and Nick Singleton, who is a top 100 prospect, uh, number what, six running back in the nation, committing to Penn State over the likes of Alabama and Notre Dame. Those are the two big ones. Still in it towards the end. Oh, I thought you had it. I
1: thought I did too.
0: So was the big get, but they got a bunch of others uh, all across the board, offense and defense, and they're sitting pretty at the number three overall class with I believe they're at like 18 recruits. So they don't have a lot of spots left open, but there's another. Somebody
1: said that like based on a lot of different information, at, they could take as many as 25 in that
0: class. Well, I know. I, I I was thinking it would be more like 22, but they they, they could go exactly. up to 25. But, but I think see,
1: because last year's class was not big.
0: No, and the COVID relief throws issues in there with the yes. extra, like, the scholarships don't count, right?
1: There, right. There are waivers and all kinds of stuff, yeah.
0: So, keep them in bounds. Yes. yes. Last play. Coming up. Here we go. So... Penn State's future looks bright. I'm still up in the air on what I think is going to happen this year. That noon game at Wisconsin to start the season is just rough. (laughs) That's just the big noon kickoff on Fox to kick off the season September 4th. uh, That just looks really, really tough. Um, Nice. There we go. Take it back. Take it back. Go down. Go down. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Nice. Salt in the wound, baby. Salt in the wound. Or like that one you sent me. Imagine if they did that trying to run up the score and you did that. Yes. Imagine how we'd be freaking out as you're running into that pack of people and you split around. Just kick the extra I points. was going to say,
1: I'm just going to kick this one. So listen, this was not a strong defensive game. But for me, for me, it was not a strong defensive game. But came through in the clutch. Yes.
0: That, that you did. Took Ravens. care of it, and, um, attack, and they
1: score a I
0: think two teams that are in front of us, besides us beating a team in front of us, two teams in front of us are near as we're playing, so one of them has to lose, so maybe we'll hit 15, I don't know, we'll see yeah, what happens. Yeah. Um, we got. I think we have some recruiting to do first, but uh, yeah, so Penn State's opening at Wisconsin, that's tough for me. I still think I'm riding the 8-4, and 9-3, and three, as I think we've talked about, possibly right. on air, but if not, definitely off air. You know, I, obviously, I want them to reach double digits before they even get so, to the bowl game. But the tough
1: thing for me is that first game is is a complete, complete like expectation changer. Like if they lose, then I'm like, I'm, probably like, I'm probably like, oh, nine and three, maybe. You know what I mean? If they win, if they win that game at Wisconsin, you're gonna have a hard time talking me back down from like Ohio State being the only game that they shouldn't win. Right. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, and not so, that, the, not that it'll play out that way, but like, if if they were to win at Wisconsin, like it would right. be hard. Right. To right. Expectations change. Right. Uh, um, I'd be like, they should win out here. You know, they should. But so.
0: So the the I- Xbox message from Jason was just go Justin. That's what he wanted to say. <laughs> all right. So uh, yes, go Justin. Thanks for watching, Jason and my dad, and hopefully my uncle listens at some point. And all of you, all the others out there, we got new subscriber on Twitch. And also, uh, I know uh, Jamie was watching tonight. Jamie Sands, not 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 right. wife Jamie. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a coach upgrade we'll available. We got to do upgrade, some recruiting. Yes. So. We'll be back for games nine and ten next week, and we'll also be talking about the AFC East on episode three thirty-nine. Uh, we're getting to the thick of it. We're about to wrap up this basically this season of the Joe Mays and J show because we got Bulldog Hour right around the corner as the Pennsylvania high school football season gets closer and closer every day. And we'll be back then in, you know, November-ish with uh, Joe Maze and JRAF show to talk about the ongoing NFL season. We'll get caught up with how our previews are faring as the teams will be, you know, in the thick of it. That will be in like week 11, 12 at that point. But we have AFC East to do next week and then the week after. That's an interesting division. Maybe re- remotely, Justin will join us in two weeks for uh, a look at the playoffs and Super Bowl. So that'll be our last show, 340 in two weeks time because um, then the week after that I won't be around, and then we'll be Bulldog Hour. So Justin and I need to wrap up year two of our dynasty here, and we're off to a great start, 7-1 and one after two victories tonight, including over number 20, Louisiana Tech, 35-24 uh, to 24 here in the second game tonight. And uh, we've got uh, two more games coming next week, and then we'll be very close to knowing if we're going to uh, go to a nice bowl game. Yeah, uh, man, yeah. if we can get into the top 10 There'll be some crazy stuff happening at the end of the year There's a lot of rivalries And right. uh, championship games going on We could crack the top 10 if we keep yeah, winning That will be nice
1: That'll so,
0: be nice. Uh, anything to say, Justin, on you? Any shout outs? Anything you want to mention? No No. <laughs> a happy belated anniversary to my wife It was actually a week ago But we got to uh, celebrate all week uh, On vacation, down at the beach With family, it was great We had an awesome time and uh, I know we missed uh, some birthdays while we are away, so happy belated birthdays to a bunch of people, including uh, my sister-in-law Amy yesterday, and actually tomorrow is my mother-in-law's birthday. So happy birthday to, uh, to the family and all the friends that we missed. And we're happy that all of you joined us here this evening, and we hope you'll be back in two weeks' times for episode 339 as we look at the AFC East and continue playing NCAA football 14, uh, Coach Joey Raffoff going for wins eight and maybe nine so we'll see what happens but for justin i'm joe mays thanks for listening to this episode of the joe mays and j rap show that's a wrap on this episode of the joe mays and j rap show brought to you by mays sandwich shop you can watch each weekly episode live on facebook periscope or youtube be sure to like Follow or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your emails to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JRAF at
1: gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-R-A-F Show is a
0: part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time!